0: Welcome to Dissecting the 80s, the fortnightly podcast that breaks down the good, bad, weird, and wonderful of the 1980s. I am one half of your hosts, the mega-podcasting powers, Trip Lano. With me, as always, is a man who always knows where to find a corkscrew and is deeply aware of the dangers of skinny dipping if you're in a horror movie. The Macho Mandrew. Andrew Lano. We are continuing our Forbuary run with Friday the 13th Part 4, the final chapter.
1: Did they think it was going
0: to be the final chapter? They must not have because it ends on a cliffhanger.
1: Yeah, I guess. That's just weird. It's a weird thing. (laughs)
0: Like, I think... you would think that that was the okay. All right, fine. We'll give you enough to do one more of these things, and then we're done. And instead, they end with a cliffhanger. So I, clearly, somebody thought there'd be more coming. Yeah, and they ended up being wrong by about nine.
1: Yeah, I mean, and also wrong about the direction the series would take.
0: That too, but I think Freddy vs. Jason is the no.
1: There's Jason X.
0: No, I know there's Jason X, but then there's Freddy vs. Jason, and then the remake. I think the new remake that's supposed to come out later this year is. Oh, the I forgot 13th... they were doing that. Yeah, the. The one that's supposed to be coming out in 2017 is the 13th, Friday the 13th movie.
1: Are they doing something special for that?
0: They should. I don't know that they are, but they certainly should. But anyway, we're doing part four slashers for last week, Last episode, we did Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Next time, we'll be back for Halloween 4. But here, we're hanging out with probably the most slashery of the slashers, Jason Voorhees. I think so. So you know what that means we got to go back. we got to go dissect the 80s. It's a Camp Crystal Lake. Something's got to be done about your Camp Crystal Lake.
1: When the Mega Powers
0: explode. I'm talking about the 80s. Oh, yeah. Great Scott. Queen of the Crop. Oh, oh, yeah. Mega Powers, yeah. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. I told you this the other day when before we, uh, you know, we're talking. We hadn't watched the movie yet, and I was saying that this is my favorite Friday the Thirteenth movie. And after watching it again, I'm certain that this is definitely my favorite Friday the Thirteenth movie. Okay, um, I still I, like I Manhattan. Sh- really, I do. It's so dumb. Yeah, because the boat parts of that are really boring to me, but we maybe do that one later this year. Stay tuned, perhaps. Um, yeah, I like I like. there's like a lot of killing in this one, and I like that they're pretty inventive. I do like that there's a bit of a fake out. In what regard? That like
1: I kind of felt like there was a character that was going to be our hero, and oh, I was yes. wrong. Mostly because they actually gave character development, and I was like, oh, that he's the only one that has that. Must be the hero.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing that's, that's fun about this, too, is it moves along so quickly. It's only like 80 minutes. If you take out – there's a long credit sequence in the beginning and then the end credits. If you cut those two things out, it's pretty darn close to just 80 minutes, which is perfect for a movie this stupid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like that that aspect of it as well. I showed this to some friends on a, on a slasher movie night uh, in October – of 2016 and it went over gangbusters. So I was, I was really excited to watch it again, even just a few months later, which, uh, I, I consider a pretty big compliment. The other great thing about this one is that it starts with a previously on Jason. Montage. Yeah. I was going to say it was like
1: previously on Friday the 13th. high. E-
0: <laughs> but that's so great because these movies are dumb and that you have some level of mythos in each one, but to expect your audience to have to slog through four and a half to five hours of previous movies to understand what's happening in your fourth sequel is a lot to ask. I feel like it is. It definitely is. So I love, and I love that it, the device is in, in game or uh, in game in movie as well, that there's this meta thing happening of like, so let me tell you guys about Jason Voorhees. Well, cut to clips of it happening in the other movies. So yeah, was that we was great. Can have, yeah, like the characters in the movie know what's going on, and us as the audience knows what's going on, which I think is, is spectacular. Uh, so we, we pick up right at the end of Friday the 13th Part 3, which we covered last year in the Spooktacular. So if you want to hear us make jokes about three-dimensional yo-yos and whatnot, check out uh, October 2016 part of the Spooktacular.
1: But were the kids talking around the campfire any kids in this movie? I don't think so. Okay. I did I not,
0: they did not seem to come back later.
1: I didn't believe so. So it was just those kids were telling the story of part four, I guess? Yeah. Well, part It doesn't three? get bookended. No, because part three already happened.
0: Yeah. But he only recaps stuff that happened before.
1: Oh, I assumed, I guess, yeah, cause it, because it doesn't bookend, it's hard to be like, what the hell is that? Well, who are these people?
0: Yeah, I, 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 it is weird, agreed, but I don't think it's supposed to be they're, like, telling the story you're watching unfold, because you're right, it would come back, like the, you know, the Midnight Society. <laughs> yeah, on... they
1: would blow dust into the fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'd have to dump, pour out that campfire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we cut, we, so we start right at the end of, of part three, where they, they got Jason in a barn and, and quote-unquote killed him.
1: There's no gloves handling any evidence.
0: No, of course not. Uh, they also say that Jason killed seven kids and three bikers, which is like a lot of people.
1: Yeah, that's a lot, especially considering it was a, it was a, it's not a holiday weekend. It's a it's a regular weekend.
0: Yeah, it's not a Labor Day. It's not a Memorial Day. It's just a standard ass weekend. And right after that, we get a classic bad movie thing of super casual morgue guy. I do like that trope. <laughs> they wheel in Jason's carcass and he like puts a sandwich down on him and he's chewing chewing on the bite of sandwich, like filling out a form. And I love the just like I don't even care about dead bodies. Whatever, I'll put my sandwich down right on this guy's chest and pick it up and finish it later. Turkey and corpse, my favorite Sammy. How uh this gentleman's name is Axel, and he he's might gross. be my favorite character in the whole movie. Because really? he is no, he's the absolute worst. <laughs> oh.
1: And he keeps hitting on this nurse. It's very much like, it's like the Animaniacs and the Hello Nurse bit, where, like, the nurse Defoe isn't into that, but they're, like, going for it.
0: And then, yeah, plot twist, she's into she it. she is. Yeah! It's very confusing about what the character wants. Because she keeps pushing him away and calling him disgusting, and then later takes him up on his invitation to join him in the little creepy morgue room to do it.
1: Which feels like the, the, least, the, the least popular room to do it in the
0: hospital. Yeah, I feel like anywhere else in the hospital is preferable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the only room I could think of that would be worse would be the one where they handle all the hazardous waste before it gets shipped out. I think, yeah, definitely. I, like just a room full of used needles and, and dirty gauze is the only one. Well, that that's would, just saw. <laughs> I guess that's true.
1: Uh, I also horror hospital am- feels like it should be a good, it should be a web series.
0: <laughs> would it be a comedy though? Cause I feel like in I my mind, so. it's a comedy of them pick like treating all of the people from horror movies. It's like
1: the combination, of, like treating all the people in horror movies. They're all the scenes in hospitals and horror movies. And like the, the head nurse is just like over it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would watch that.
1: I'm picturing like an Octavia Spencer, just like yeah. super over it. Like, someone keeps stealing our used needles. Can we please keep a closer eye on them?
0: <laughs> I would watch that show. Mm-hmm. Write that down. Copyright. Yes. We talked about it first. No one can take it.
1: We di- this is our digital envelope mailed to ourselves.
0: <laughs> uh, Axel is wearing a very bizarre outfit of a bathrobe, it looks like, and the deepest V I've ever seen on a t-shirt.
1: I like thought e-neck. it was his like, coroner's lab coat.
0: Yeah, but it's very much like a bathrobe. It's Yes! Yeah, it does okay. not seem to be corner appropriate. And the deep V is approximately at his belly button.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't... I was like, that feels modern.
0: Yeah. That feels like something and contemporary
1: gays and hipsters wear.
0: <laughs> and there's this other weird element, too, that gets introduced. And not weird in a judgmental way, just weird in that it doesn't go anywhere in this movie. That he flips on a workout tape... And he's, he's getting into it, and then the woman enters, the nurse enters, and they start fooling around. She turns the TV off, and he immediately flicks it back on so he can like watch this workout tape over her shoulder. It's, I thought at first it was like Cher's workout
1: tape, because that's who she, the person looked like. Because <laughs> Cher has a workout tape. Really? Yeah. From this era? I would think so. I can't okay. imagine when else celebrity workout tapes were a big thing.
0: Well, w- uh, one day when we have a Patreon, one of our bonus perks is going to be us doing workout tapes from the 80s.
1: Yes. They'll be exclusive. I feel like,
0: I feel, yeah, you have to pay for them. Patreon exclusive. Trip and or Andrew and or both workout to 80s workout tapes.
1: Or we should do it with, it should be the two of us, an actual like trainer and the workout tape.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you know a trainer? I don't know a trainer. I- I'm sure I could find someone. Also, will we have to pay that person? Because that cuts into the fat, sweet Patreon money we'd be talking eh, about here.
1: If it's a friend of mine, I'm sure we can give him a drink.
0: <laughs> uh, she
1: finally is like, no, never mind. I'm not into this anymore. And she walks away, and he goes to put Jason in the big crisper drawer.
0: And uh, no, sorry. She walks away when a corpse's hand falls off the table and brushes against her body. Let's not... Let's not blo- gloss over the fact that a dead corpse's hand ran against her skin. But it
1: wasn't a dead corpse. Well, you're right. It was Jason, who's unkillable. Because when he puts him into the crisper drawer, you see his breath as he shuts the door. And I thought that was just like a cute, a cool little touch.
0: Yeah, that was really awesome. This movie, by the way, we should have mentioned up top. It's currently streaming on Hulu. So if you'd like to check it out, it's there for free. And, and, it- I... and it's in 12 parts on YouTube. So Jason cuts Axel's head right off with a and bone then saw he, yeah it's pretty pretty rad looking and then he stabs the nurse
1: for no reason she was not even like in the hallway and he bumped into her she was in a, a root like a supply closet and he felt fa- he sought her out
0: yeah he did he tracked her down and he, and he murdered her and then we smash cut to an alien mask with a butthole mouth it's kind of like the the one alien from the cantina scene
1: with the butt mouth
0: yeah yeah it's i mean it's it's a butt mouth it's it's a weird choice and then we find out inside the alien is cory feldman because welcome sure. back to the show sir we because missed sure. you why not come on down i look i look forward to you liking the tweet that i post about this and put your name in because you've done that literally every time i've added you on the twitter reach out and see if he wants to say hi he he never follows up but I will try cuz you know we'll interview Cory Feldman on this podcast.
1: Even if it doesn't have time for an interview, it just says time for like a, essentially a voicemail of hey guys, love your show. <laughs> thanks for thanks for watching my stuff.
0: <laughs> love your show, I feel like is a bit grandiose. But you know what I mean. There is a 0% chance he's actually listened to the program. But you know what I
1: mean. It's well, essentially it's essentially that he's signing our yearbook digitally.
0: Corey, if you're out there, it's eight five six dissect. That's eight five six D I S S E C T. You can call in, leave us a message, and I'm happy, happy to play that on the air. Um, so the only quibble I have with this movie is that Corey Feldman's masks are way too nice looking.
1: Yeah, they don't look homemade.
0: Right. That's although, my thing. Although
1: he did say he alt he like modified this one or like he like. The the one he was wearing, the alien one he was wearing, he did say that it was not his own creation.
0: Right. And I say that as someone who literally just today had a conversation online with somebody who was saying the Ghostbusters costumes and the Stranger Things 2 trailer are too accurate. Those kids would basically be working for professional movies. And I was like, whatever. It's a dumb show. You're overthinking it. But in this, it bothered me. So I am, as always, a hypocrite. I need to watch Stranger Things still. You, you sure do. Um, Stay tuned for Back to the this. Future. Yeah, no, we'll be, we, we may do a Stranger Things special in, uh, come October as a last part of the spooktacular. Crispin um, Glover, we, I think we talked about this before when we did the Back to the Future episode, um, but he has the weirdest delivery of lines. He does. I also didn't know he used to be this dreamy. Like
1: I like I saw his name in the opening credits and I was like, What? Weird ass Crispin Glover's here and then they like showed his face and I was like, that's what he used to look like? I get it now.
0: <laughs> uh well he broke up with a girl recently and is bummed. And his oh, friend he is
1: He didn't have be okay. breaking up. He got dumped.
0: Okay, he was dumped. Yes, correct. And his friend is like well, I think you were a dead fuck. And he's like, what does that even mean? And he's like, clearly you were, if you're too dumb to know what it is. <laughs> that wasn't a phrase, right? I've literally never heard I don't, so. I mean, I heard don't know it. what it is. This movie is the only place I've ever heard it.
1: Although I did like his bit of like, let me check the computer. And then he like pretends to type on a on a beer box in front of him. Yeah. And he's like, mm, sorry, computer says dead fuck. <laughs> Which feels like a
0: bit we would do. It. it it was absolutely spot on friends busting each other's stones, and i, I really appreciated that i, I mean, just it's really fun. The, the writing of the kid dialogue or teenager dialogue in this movie is a cut above what these movies normally are.
1: The youth dialogue, if you will, old man the the youth
0: the youth dialogue hey i got uh, I got two more weeks left until i, I, I can I can relate to these young young people of America. I got, I got, as of this recording, exactly 20 days remaining before we send my youth out on a nice flow forever.
1: The rock and roll eight-track tapes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> About to turn 30, I will have no connection to these youths. But for now, I can be right there with them. Um, they drive by Pamela Voorhees' grave, mm-hmm. and I like that little wink. And I also I like that hitchhiker. hers was
1: the only grave that you could, that had any writing on it, larger yeah. than 12-point font.
0: <laughs> There's a bunch of gravestones that look like they were etched By a person doing it by hand with a chisel Who and was blind <laughs> And then Pam Voorhees is in 18 inch block letters
1: And I've seen the hitchhiker death before it was, yeah. it was on like a Friday the 13th death compilation
0: She has a sign that says Canada and love on the front And then on the back of it when they don't pick her up It says fuck you Which, which I, I li- really appreciate I liked Yeah She's eating a banana And this is where now, I know you're going to come right at me with this, but uh, uh, l- hear me out. Okay. I think there's an alternate reading of this movie where Jason is mostly just trying to be helpful to people and doesn't know his own strength. He's a clumsy boy. And you're saying so he's clumsy, Lenny? Lenny I'm Voorhees? Saying, I'm saying he might be Lenny Voorhees because in the first instance, Axel was getting a little handsy with a woman who seemed like she didn't want any part of it. So he was being a little protective, although he, he accidentally, you know, he killed Axel. And then when he went to tell her the good news that he had saved her from this lecherous creep, he accidentally killed the nurse as well. Okay. And then there's a hitchhiker with this banana. Now, clearly, you can't just eat a banana. You have to cut it up first. It's not a fruit you can just easily eat with your hands uh-huh. and your mouth. So Jason is trying to cut this banana up for this poor girl who needs to have a banana cut, except that he misses and cuts her head off instead.
1: So fun fact about this actress, I'm just going to (laughs) steamroll over
0: that. I feel like, I feel like you should give a little bit of analysis on my very well backed up fan theory.
1: No, I'm gonna wait. Say that for the end, and instead, for every kill, you now have to explain what he was doing.
0: I'm ready. I came up with this very early on in the note taking for this movie, and I am pumped and ready.
1: So the actress playing so on the Wikipedia page where it talks about like the filming and blah blah blah, it says actress Bonnie Helman's agents told her about taking the role of hitchhiker in the film. They th- they told her she wouldn't want to do it because there's no lines for the character, but she accepted the role anyways. And I was like, wait a minute. Was she famous? So I went to her Wikipedia page. No, she's not at all. Because her Wikipedia page says, Bonnie Hellman was born blah, 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 on blah, blah, blah in San Francisco, period. She was very popular in high school, period.
0: <laughs> I bet Bunny wrote this.
1: Yep. It lists... It's a. It's a... Three-sentence paragraph, the third sentence of which is four roles. There's no list of roles. There's no table of roles. It's just that. it's She was popular in high school, and these are some <laughs> roles she had.
0: Citation needed, Bonnie. Citation <laughs> needed. <laughs> Bonnie. Uh, yeah, that's, I thought that was I, funny. I bet that she does convention appearances, though, because she's a pretty famous kill. Oh, you know she does. She st- still has the outfit. <laughs> I mean... You think they let her keep it? That seems unlikely. Or she just, ma- like, recreated it via costume. They're drinking Coors beer, and the cans are the color of Budweiser. It was very confusing.
1: Yeah, that was weird.
0: Because it's real beer for once, but the colors were all wrong.
1: Well, and we the teenagers move are, like, renting the cabin next to this, like, weird happy family. And the weird happy family really weirded me out. How so? The fact that it was... It's, I don't there usually isn't this, like, actually happy, non-weirdo family. Like, it's always like, oh, the dad's an alcoholic, the mom's an alcoholic, so, like, something's I wrong. See. This was just I like, see, no, yeah. our parents are amicably divorced and might get back together, and they love us very much.
0: Yeah, it does provide an interesting back, you know, backdrop for a Friday the 13th movie, and the other thing, too, is it instantly engenders you to like them, like, you, you want... You, you know you want to root for the people who are happy and normal and not you know the real evil fornicating teenagers
1: yeah apparently that that's like that was something they did on purpose yeah i reading. kind of
0: dug it. it it's one of many things that i really like about this movie like i i will make fun of this movie because i of course i will but i like most of it like i it, it's just it's way better than i would expect it to be so uh the teens unpack the car and they're loading up all their booze and and getting ready to fool around for a whole weekend. Like teenagers are wont to do in a horror movie. And Corey Feldman is just straight up peeping on him.
1: Yeah, he is. His window is a direct shot into another girl's window who is naked and rubbing up on her naked boyfriend.
0: Yeah. And he is just into it. And then the mom comes to tuck him in. He pretends to be asleep and she sees it going on. And then she kind of lingers before she shuts the blinds. I wish there
1: had been a bit more of a linger. I think I think for comedic effects, there could have been more of a linger from Mom.
0: Yeah, but she definitely lingers a beat. I, I agree with you. It could have been longer. But it, I was surprised to see that at all, that there was a little bit of like a, what's going on
1: over here, when she went to shut the blinds. Come to my window and let it linger. The lesbian <laughs> playlist.
0: <laughs> so, smash cut to the next day, and... We are going skinny dipping,
1: and one friend goes back to get the car, and I was like, "Oh, bitch is dead." Sure is,
0: and then she wasn't. She was, yeah. They faked you right out. They did. They faked
1: me, and then the Doublemint twins show up, (laughs) who are dressed identically on bikes, and they're like, "They are,
0: they are very Doubleminty." And they're like,
1: "We're going to the lake too. You can follow us." And so they end up. This is and this is where it was like. Wait, is Crispin Glover still a weirdo? He's not they're not giving him, him enough dialogue for me to discern that, so I'm not sure yet. And they all go turns skinny out, dipping. Turns I, out, yes. I'll let you know when I figured it out. It's okay, not okay. Yet. It is not okay, yet.
0: Okay. Uh, also, Corey Feldman's lips in the scene before they go skinny dipping look like I don't even know I, Revlon red, like they look makeup lipstick red like Wait, where he's at where
1: he's at the lake watching them
0: yeah right as he's like running up on them and it does a close-up of his face as he like goes bug-eyed seeing all these naked people his lips are like double-decker bus in england red they're so they're so bizarre i will have
1: to go back and look for that yeah you should because it's deeply weird uh pants were real high in the 80s on everybody
0: yeah, I like everybody was up over their belly button.
1: It, it was weird because like the dudes were like, "Yeah, let's peel off our shirts," and like I'm used to a modern silhouette where you like it kind of rests at the hip bone, and they were like pulling it off, and I was like, "Where does the jean stop?" Oh, at the nipple. Got it.
0: <laughs> Just under the armpits.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: What I want to know is, and maybe I don't want you to actually answer this question, but I want to maybe pause it posit this question to the universe is is it much more common to group skinny dip than i think it is or is that a movie yes. thing
1: no i think it's more common than you think it is okay
0: i've never ever in my whole life had a desire to be naked around my friends like my friends as a collective group not like specific friends. people i'm romantically interested in yeah no i mean uh, i'm a never nude this is now the podcast yeah. where i admit that that i shower <laughs> in my jeans
1: um i don't know i think also it's it, like a like, a social circle thing, like...
0: I, I have done it in my life. Yeah. Just saying it, it's not... But, like, a, I also... It, like, movies would lead you to believe that every time people are around a body of water, everybody strips down and gets in. And it. dives in, yeah. And, it, and in my experience, typically bathing suits are involved. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean,
1: I also, like, I'm in theater, so I'm around most of my fr- I've been I've changed around all of my friends. I've dressed most of my friends. Some of my friends sure, are burlesquers. Sure. So, like... Their n- mostly nude or nude body is
0: just like oh that's just a thing. I see, I see. So I just have a prudish background. That's, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, basically, you're just in the crucible, <laughs> Goody Proctor.
0: <laughs> yes, I firmly believe that everyone should be clothed at all times. Anyway, we also missed so, the part also, where she's clearly with her- Yangtian. No, no, no. She's
1: with her little brother, who's like mm, twelve, eleven. You're all naked. And your response is to wave hey and tell her to come on in? Like, that's her little brother, bro.
0: To be fair, she's pretty cute. What is she going to, like, yeah, your
1: 11-year-old brother should also join us naked in this barn
0: No, I think the response would be like, hey, 11-year-old brother, go home. I'm going to drop my kit right here and get in here naked. That seems weird to me if he's there. <laughs> well, it's the only way to guarantee that he won't peep on them. Maybe they knew that he was peeping oh, the yes. other night. They had a peep alarm set up. And they were like, "Oh, hey peeper, stop peeping there's one there's one girl, as there always is in these movies who refuses to get naked and get in the get in the water, so she's laying on the dock in like a burqa f- reading a book, literally and, a pastel sweater, yes, and it is clearly hot that day too. It's like a hot summer day,
1: yeah, it's a summer like lake day. I don't know that I would ever get in the lake. It weirds me out. The water just seems so gross." <laughs>
0: Uh, not so bad. I've
1: I've lake swum before. At least like in movies, it's always like it looks slimy and like murky and gross.
0: I mean, you know, add this to the list of weird things I've admitted on a public forum. But for whatever reason, fish like to bite me at my friend Chris's lake house, and everyone assumed I was making this up. That because it's crazy that I was I was laying in a floaty like a like a you know donut ring. With Were a beer. You, like your, like, like, butt in the middle, legs and arms over the yep. edge? Okay. Yep, yep. Like a big floating air tube, like, uh, underneath my, a big one, though. So, like, it was more than just my butt. It was my butt and then up to, like, probably my the bottom of my shoulder blades is in the water. And then my hands are dangling, my feet are dangling. And I just kept getting, like, little tiny pinches up my back and around my butt. Like, just pinch, 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 pinch. And I was like, this is infuriating. Like, I can't even relax. And they're like, yeah, all right, whatever, idiot. And I'm like, no, the fish are biting me. Like, I'm not making this up. And everyone's looking at me like, yeah, okay, dummy. And so I, like, floated over to the dock, and I put my feet on the dock, and I reached up, and my I don't remember if it was Chris or somebody else, but, like, yanked me up out of the, the tube. So I, I was able to get up in, like, one fluid motion and, and not disturb a thing. Twelve fish in the part where my butt was. Like, little tiny fish just all there. Clearly were just feeding on me and just like... <laughs> and I was, I was, look, I see, I'm not crazy. Look at them, look at the fish, look at the fish. And everyone finally believed me.
1: Yep, you would be the guy trying to warn everybody in the har- in the Piranha movie.
0: Exactly, I was trying to save everyone's butts, literally, and instead I got laughed and laughed at and mocked. So, remember, people, sometimes you gotta listen to the crazy guy who says he's getting his butt bit <laughs> in the in the lake. So now so we're she, her, car. Sh- her friend. Her friend is really mad. She won't get in the lake and goes underwater until she gets concerned and starts looking for her in the murky water, and then reaches up and yanks her friend in wholesale, which. Way better in the era before people had a seven hundred dollar computer in their pocket at all times. Right.
1: Well, also <laughs> like those are her only clothes she brought to the lake.
0: Well, they're right near the house they rented. No, because it seemed like it seemed like it was a bit of a walk. Yeah, like, but they went to get the car. But they're reasonably close to more clothing.
1: It is still too far. Like if there is, if I need a car. To get home, don't get my clothes soaking wet. I hate you well, now.
0: Well, it's a naked lake party, and she was not participating, even though she got a very clear invitation.
1: Okay. So you're saying she has to participate in the naked, the naked lake
0: party? In, in this movie, it sure seems like naked lake party is mandatory. <laughs> I'm not saying that's good. I'm pointing out the rules of the world as I see it in the film. No gotcha. one should have to do anything they don't want to do. So the car breaks down with Feldman in it and his sister and Rob shows up to save the day. And Rob is clearly a Boy Scout because his pack has a tent and a bedroll and all that stuff, but also a rifle and a bunch of knives. It's like, it's like when you
1: see, you know, Mountaineers packing, like have a pack. It's right. on his shoulders and extends like four feet over his head. And that's where he's and on top of that is where he's sat his um, sleeping bag rolled up. He looks very yeah. He looks heavy. like he's
0: been yeah. He looks like he's been backpacking for for you know a solid week, but also carrying a big ass rifle that no one seems bothered by. And he says he's hunting for
1: bear, but he says it real shifty. And I was like, wait, is he hunting for Jason?
0: <laughs> yes, 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 he is. There's literally a Jason Hunter in this movie because it just doesn't stop getting better. This movie. So he fixes the car by making some sparks fly with the and the alternator with his knife and then they give him a ride and the sister is clearly trying to bone down with rob and cory feldman yes, she also is. is trying to like hang out with rob not in a gross way but, no, but just he, in that way that little kids get infatuated with people but i feel like we missed
1: a conversation where he was like where rob is like oh i'm interested in creepy monsters and stuff
0: Cause all oh, of that a, never happened.
1: That never, that never happened. happened. And all of a no. sudden, he, Corey Feldman's like, I want to show you all my monster stuff. I'm like, that feels real specific.
0: I'm sorry. I hate to be a clarifier, but the actual line of dialogue in the movie is, come in. I have neat stuff in my bedroom.
1: Corey Feldman says that, not the sister. Yes. Just to clarify.
0: And it's full of creepy masks. And Rob seems totally unfazed by that. But they're pretty
1: cool masks. And then he has a really cool like, hand puppet sculpt thing that I really enjoyed.
0: Yeah, no, the props in there are dope as hell. Clearly, whoever was in charge of props for this movie got to make a bunch of neat stuff. I hope it got used in other movies too. Next door is a makeout party, as you do. Where these kids, these kids have all paired off, and, and are. Uh,
1: this is where I realized Crispin Glover was a full-on weirdo.
0: Oh, and wh- why was that? He
1: started dancing.
0: Oh yeah, very very elbows and knees
1: dancing. <laughs> it was like, and it, it was like you had Elaine from Seinfeld, but electrocuted her.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Because I was like, oh, you're really handsome, Crispin Glover. I'm okay with it. And then I was like, oh, God, you're still you, apparently, under all that. So there, also there's this weird slow dancing party because they see Crispin Glover dancing, and they're like, okay, we have to change this right now. And he's like, why would you change the record? And they're like, no reason, Crispin.
0: <laughs> um and in, in the background, the guy, like, snaps it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like that. It keeps breaking into smaller and smaller pieces.
1: It's like that old movie clip where the woman goes to the gramophone and takes the records and just smashes it a bunch. <laughs> um, and then I, I feel like someone in a foreign country was described what shotgunning a beer was. And then they, in turn, described it to an English speaker. And that's what the actors did.
0: Uh, There's a lot of foam happening when they do it Which is not what you want
1: It's more like a weird waterfall moment Like they They stab the beer cans in the actual Bottom not on the side towards the bottom Like actual bottom of the can And then just like hold it over their mouths And
0: hope for the best (laughs) Uh, I I shotgunned a beer a couple weeks ago For the first time in years Because I Not super fun I don't mind it every now and again but the beer needs to be not the beer has to come out of the fridge for like a half hour to be the right temperature for my delicate body <laughs> at this point which is why you know as I said moments ago we're about to get rid of the last vestiges of my youth uh the person and we who suggested it was like "You want to shotgun a beer because they had a bunch of cans of beer in their fridge from some event and I it caught me by surprise but I was like you know what yeah I and do. they were so upset that I said yes that we then had to do it. But yeah, <laughs> really, really hurts your teeth it, once you're once you're an old man, and so much foam right 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 in the old esophagus. It's uh, it's not the best look. The first time
1: I ever did it, I was in college on my friend's stoop at like two in the morning, like one in the morning. because um, we we're like, let's do it outside so we don't get everything all messy, and we're like, we weren't thinking. When we grabbed the beers out of the fridge, but we grabbed pounders. <laughs> and we were like, God, this takes so long. We were like, by the end of it, we, we kept like having to stop to like tilt the can and be like, Oh, God, I hate this so
0: much. Okay, go. Uh, so she leaves to go outside, and she assumes that Paul is following her, her boyfriend. He is not. No. And she sees a raft floating in the lake, and is like, "Oh, I'll just I'll just go swim to that raft. That must be where Paul is." Which is a weird leap in logic. Yeah, w- what you didn't question why the boat was out there? Your first thought was, "Oh, my friends
1: put the boat out there." Did you bring a boat? Did you? G- I didn't see you guys bring a boat to the lake.
0: Yeah, no, there just is a rubber raft floating out there. That she t- she needs to, r- to retrieve. But what she finds instead of Paul is Jason, who
1: throws his hand over the in, over the floaty boat and stabs up through it so she can't move.
0: Yeah. What he was really trying to do was retrieve the boat because it was floating away and Jason didn't want them to not have their boat. So he was swimming out to go retrieve it. But what happened was this woman came out and she started screaming and it startled Jason. And so he reacted like anyone would with a, you know, a start. He, you know, he, he flinched really hard and in doing so accidentally stabbed her through the bottom of the book.
1: Oh, gotcha.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: I like the trope that like people in horror movies don't recognize when things are creepy because at the lake, it is always a little foggy and it is always like murky, muddy, gross water. Mm-hmm. like I want the scary movie that doesn't look scary at all like it never looks creepy it's just like this is a perfectly sunny crystal beach with the actual crystalline water that looks like you could drink it
0: oh by the way this really creepy zombie in a hockey mask is gonna cut your head off
1: yeah exactly that's what I want I want it to like not even notice like there should be no <laughs> clue that there, something evil could be there
0: I I would I would love to see that I bet it would suck I'm curious I feel like it would suck but I don't know because I feel like those little things are part of the way that your brain gets a message crafted, that it knows that it should be a little bit frightened and helps you be a little bit on edge and concerned in these these times. Whereas the other one would feel totally random at all times.
1: That's true. That's a fair point.
0: But you're right. No one in horror movies ever acknowledges the fact that every waking second of their lives is terrifying.
1: Yeah, I'm like, what? In what? No, 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 no. no. I don't even like to get out of my bed in the middle of the night, and I know exactly <laughs> where. <I'm>, like. <laughs> It's not pitch black. Like, I know what what things look like. And I'm still like, nope, we're good. (laughs) Uh,
0: So Paul comes out to look for his uh, ex-girlfriend at this point, I guess we should say. And Mm -hmm. he does not find her. Instead, what he he does find... Is a harpoon to the dick. Yep. Yep. And And that was... That was Jason cleaning his harpoon gun to do a little fishing. He was hoping that he could bring some trout in for those hungry kids he knew after a long night of making out and fornicating that they would be peckish. So he was hoping to have, you know, a nice bunch of fried trout for them. And he was cleaning the spear gun to make sure it worked when it accidentally went off shooting Paul square in the dick. Right in the dick. Right, right in the dick. Um, and back at the house,
1: the, the, one of the twins who had gone for Paul, who had a girlfriend, and she had like, wasn't picking up on social cues. that He clearly had a girlfriend and she was in the room and didn't like this. When Paul leaves, she's like, well, why are you leaving? Fine, Crispin Glover, you're on.
0: (laughs) She just literally turns and finds the closest human male and is like,
1: done. Even though Teddy, the the guy who kept saying dead fuck, had been like, hey, I would like to sleep with you. Hi, I'm in this room. Hi, I'm interested. It was like he turned invisible.
0: Yeah, well, he was too thirsty. He was also
1: weirdly cute.
0: I mean everybody in this movie is pretty base level attractive. It I just like it threw me off
1: cuz I forgot that like that was a thing. like everyone cuz we normally there's like oh there's like the super dweeby looking dude and like this didn't have one of those.
0: No, there was no nerdy character. I I guess Crispin Glover is supposed to be the nerdy character, but he's pretty handsome for yeah. for being the nerd. Yeah.
1: He actually who uh who do you remind me of? I think the 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 like the fr- the jokey jokey friend kind of like v- facially reminded me of the main little the main younger kid in freaks and geeks
0: oh uh sam weir john john francis daly
1: like he has like teeth that are like a little big for his mouth but it's not like Mm -hmm. aggressive and it still has a cute charming quality i was
0: like yeah (laughs) it's a good pool i i yeah i'm into it it's a good pool so crispin goes upstairs with this girl and the bed that they have breaks almost immediately which is delightful
1: Mm -hmm. which is a funny thing to happen in real life too
0: yeah, except this bed falls apart like Three Stooges style, which I've, I've never had happen. No. The I, footboard uh, pops clean off, and the, yeah. <laughs> so the bed becomes a ramp. Uh, instead of just like one of the slats breaking because somebody, I don't know, pretended to do an elbow drop on it and it <laughs> threw it right through. I, as an example of what might cause one of those things. I certainly have never done exactly that more than once in my life. Um, and then the rest of the scenes are all watching porn together. Uh okay, it's not porn. Porn. It's no. It's it's, it's turn not, of the century porn.
1: Yeah. It's it's not like actual like here's a plot and people doing it. It's just a bunch of topless women doing a bunch of weird stuff.
0: Yeah, and occasionally one nipple slides out.
1: Yeah. Um. And then the the we see the hunter dude briefly, and I'm still yeah, kind of like, who the hell are you?
0: For, he's searching for Jason Elmer Fudd style.
1: Yeah. Pretty much. He's got like a big sign. It's like a, a piece of plywood nailed to a two by four that says like wascally teens here with an arrow pointing to a hole. <laughs> uh, fornicators, Jason, fornicators. Uh, and then we smack it. We're with him for so brief. It's so weird. And then we go right back to the party where the other twin is like, I'm going to go home.
0: Yeah, because this is a weird thing we're doing now. The, the, goofy dead fuck guy teddy is stoned out of his mind just giggling at all the women shaking their breasts and everyone else is just getting more and more uncomfortable with the fact that they're all watching porn together
1: well then the one girl is like hey i finally want a bone and take command of my sexuality let's go upstairs other guy whose <laughs> <His> name <laughs> is poor, unimportant.
0: Teddy. Yeah, poor, <laughs> poor teddy still alone on the couch.
1: But the best um, is the tw- the twin goes upstairs and is like, "Hey, we need to go." And her sister's like, "No, you can go in the rain and the lightning. You can bike home yourself."
0: I uh, chuck your deuces up. Doing quite all right where I am at. Thank you. Thank you so much for playing. So we have like a bunch of stuff going on at this point. You know, back and forth. There's uh, the hunter, Rob. There's the house where the teens are all having a makeout party. And then next door is where Corey Feldman lives with his sister and his mom. And they, we keep like cutting around to these different back and forth and back and forth.
1: And so we see the mom come home and she doesn't know where her kids are and the power is out. And it's kind of creepy and weird. And her fate is never explicitly said, but super duper implied.
0: Yeah, it is it is super implied that she gets killed by, by Jason. Um, um, Crispin Glover is super concerned about his abilities in bed. They, they just finished and are like post-coitally cuddling. And he's like, Am I am I a dead fuck? And she's like, I don't know what that phrase means. I was
1: say, if a guy ever said so like that to me if a guy was like, Am I a dead fuck? I'd be like, Um Hey, my Fitbit's <laughs> going off. My friend is calling. <laughs> like I I should forget, find my phone and leave immediately. Is that an open window? <laughs> Deuces.
0: <laughs> and then just like linebacker through the window. Um and this leads to my absolute favorite scene in the whole movie where he's like Hey, we should have some wine And she says, yeah, I'd love some wine So he goes downstairs And we also miss and- the twin sister dying She gets stabbed in a lightning shadow That looked pretty cool
1: Before, they, before they're finished boning the, the twin sister who wants to leave Starts to like walk out of the house And get on her bike And in a lightning flash shadow We see Jason impale her And I was like, that's super cool And then we actually see her body get like slammed into the house And pinned And I was like, you had something cool you didn't need to show it.
0: Um, what you didn't understand in that part, though, was that Jason was trying to give her an umbrella because he was worried about her getting rained on. And when he when he took the umbrella forward, he slipped and Ray right through her with the umbrella.
1: I like this like Tucker and Dale
0: versus Evil storyline you have going. <laughs> Jason is basically Lenny. I'm I'm sticking to this. Okay, he is just he spends this whole movie trying to help out these teens. Uh, he's got a, a whole mess of condoms and things for them to stay safe when they, when they do it with each other. And instead, a bunch of hilarious errors ensue, and they all die.
1: Of machetes and men?
0: Yes. I think that is the title that I'm working on. And then... So Cr- Crispin goes to get this bottle of wine, and I will drop the actual line in here because I love it so deeply. But he is trying to find the corkscrew, and he does this line reading so weird where he's like... Tad! Tad, where's the corkscrew? Tad! Corkscrew! Like, I don't understand what... How is this the one that's in the movie? Like, how did the people on the set that day...
1: you, You don't want to see the other takes.
0: How did not one person be like, Hey, Crispin, buddy, I know I'm not supposed to, like, stick my hand up your butt and treat you like a puppet as a director, but that's not how your character is talked for any parts of the movie. So could you just do it in a regular human voice? Could you just do one for safety? Uh, in, in case you guys think I'm making it up, here is the actual dialogue of him from the movie.
1: Hey Ted, where's where's that uh, that card screw, that fancy card screw for the wine bottle? Ted, hey, Ted. Ted, hey, Ted, where the hell's the corkscrew? And then Jason slams the corkscrew into his hand and puts a meat cleaver in his face. And I was like, wait, Jimmy's dead now? Because Defo was the only one who had any character development.
0: Yep, I thought Jimmy was going to be the guy. Also, can you please stop mischaracterizing what Jason does so willy-nilly? He tries to give him the corkscrew, and he had taken out that cleaver to get some cheese to plate with that wine, but lost his balance because he's very clumsy, and boom, meat cleaver to the face. He's cutting cheese with a meat cleaver? Yeah. You never pick a knife that's too big for the task at hand just because it's a little bit fun. I guess I have. (laughs) See? So Jason's not allowed to make those choices? No, no that feels That feels very ableist.
1: (laughs) And then, like in every Friday the 13th movie... A couple has sex and then goes to take a shower.
0: Yeah. Literally every single one. Because the one thing that all human beings have in common is that they immediately need to shower after they do anything dirty. Yeah. They know that their souls are dirty (laughs) in the eyes of God. They were raised in American (laughs) shame-based (laughs) households. They have dirtied their souls in the eyes of God and they need to rectify. Um,
1: So the dude is just singing away in the shower to the girl and then the lights turn off. And uh, Like here's the thing Again with the horror movie logic of like you aren't freaked Like no if the lights turn off when you're in the shower You freak the F out
0: I don't know you and I have done that to each other A billion times I still get freaked out But you think it's me like you wouldn't assume it was a murderer Yeah but we, there's no Like these aren't like the
1: prank This isn't the prankster friend movie
0: I mean I don't think we were prankster friends <laughs> I just we sometimes did Dumb shit to each other I don't know he he's way too relaxed and then jason oh also also uh bec- i only know this because you pointed out last time we talked about a friend of Thirteenth movie and showering his hair's wet what his hair is wet in the shower it's like the first time we've ever seen actual wet hair you were talking about how the people have their hair totally dry and only just soap their chests oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so easy like that's the easiest thing you can do to to make sure the shots match you just like wave a bar of soap around in your chest and don't touch yourself with it. But he's actually sewing up his chest and his hair is soaking wet, which is... Uh, I first. forgot about
1: that. Because people always angle it so like maybe the, maybe the back of their neck gets wet and that's it. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So Jason slams his hand through the uh, glass door and crushes his head real good.
0: Yeah, like, like a grape. <laughs> it's a real uh, good crush. Yeah. Uh, but what you didn't see was in Jason's other hand was the towel he was trying to bring him.
1: Oh, and he slipped and broke he through the glass. He slipped
0: right through the glass. He's a big, oafy boy. You know, he's not, he's not super good at the walking part.
1: And then the girl comes back and is like, I don't hear any more singing. And she opens the door and his his neck, like head and neck, are through the glass, impaled. Yes. And she, like, loses her mind.
0: Well, I feel like that's the appropriate reaction to your boyfriend. It it's head just like, it's this, it's this
1: very, like, I, uh, horrifying situation. And she starts to run, and he, Jason whips in a double-headed axe, like a battle axe, yeah. through the door into her chest.
0: Yeah, it's really dope-looking. Um, it was an accident, though. Uh-huh. He fell down. He had brought the axe in to chop some firewood for the fire because it was so wet out, he knew they needed to dry their clothes. Uh, but unfortunately, fell down carrying the axe and straight in the chest. Oh. We also forgot to mention the part where he... he to get into the house he was trying to get onto the second floor uh t- again to offer his services for for towel use and, and chopping the firewood and he accidentally yanked one of the teen girls out the window on threw the her bottle. onto the car yeah directly into the car which knocked out all four of the car's windows and looked really freaking cool and even b- if she didn't appropriately bag of soup like you should in that sin- instance it did look super cool,
1: and it probably was the actual actress. You think? Yeah. Apparently, this movie, the director of this movie, was so awful that he made most of the cast do their own stunts because he spent he like was horrible about the budget and like didn't get stunt people.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, and, and so that can't. That's such a dangerous stunt.
1: And then, well, the guy who played Jason was like, "Excuse me, these." This girl needs to come out of this freezing cold lake so she doesn't get hypothermia. Too late, she already has hypothermia.
0: Wait, what?
1: The girl in the lake got hypothermia. Oh my god! Because he made, because just like James Cameron and friggin' Titanic made them stay in the frozen water.
0: Yeah, that always is the stupidest story. Like in this, I get it because they probably filmed at an actual lake. But for Titanic, they were in a tank. There was no reason for the water not to be bath temperature.
1: I know, um, but he. And then the guy who uh, got slammed, like the guy got crushed in the shower, that was actually him. Like he actually had to get slammed up against the wall of a shower. And the guy was <laughs> That's like, amazing. Uh, the guy who played Jace, Jason was like, uh, I'm going to quit if you don't do this. You need to get him a crash pad. You need to get her out of the lake. You need to fix all of this and like he Good was
0: that somebody was doing it
1: and then he was he they hated each other so much that jason refused credit in the movie that's wow. why he's not credited i did not know that and then apparently Corey feldman hated the director so much that in the end he pretended the thing he was hitting was the director
0: <laughs> that's awesome mm-hmm. uh, so rob is hunting jason with a switchblade seems like kind a, of a weird poor choice kind of, yeah given the fact that we know you have a rifle and numerous other knives um weird, weird choice, but that's what he's chosen and Jason's nails are so gross, yeah, well, he never learned how to clip them because he's been living by himself in the woods his whole life,
1: or he was one of those kids that didn't that like didn't like when his mom clipped his nails
0: I mean possibly um, and they
1: the girl like Cory Feldman's sister finds Rob and like runs back to their house to save Corey Feldman, who they think is in danger. And they break one of the panes of glass in the door to let themselves in, and then later are like, "Corey, lock the door and don't let anyone in." And it's like, "Um, guys, remember that time
0: you uh, you, you you broke the window on the on the right by, by the door that nope nope right th- that one the glass pane uh, that you shattered uh, yep okay yeah just just
1: making sure we're all on the same page
0: dumb as a bag of hammers as it were um and then they also have like a quick research break with newspaper clippings yeah where they learn about rob's motivation for why he's there like he's it's the, just a weird he's it's the brother of visit. one of the girls in the second movie or the third movie right. and it's just right. it's unnecessary it's unnecessary to have, like, a quick stop-off with Giles in the library in the middle of Act 3 of your Friday the 13th movie. Like, yes. that needs to be in Act 1, not Act 3. Like, quickly paging through newspaper clippings is a very weird choice. We've already watched, like, eight people get hacked to death in this movie. What are we doing I, I don't here? care who you
1: are, Rob. I don't care.
0: <laughs> we, who could possibly care? Who, how could anyone care?
1: I mean, it's weird that you're here and, like, a, a Jason Hunter. But, like, oh, I guess we're on board with that now. <laughs> Uh, so they go uh, – Rob and the sister go back to the teen's house to, like, look for yes. Jason. And then her dog shows up and jumps through a window?
0: Yeah, it's very bizarre.
1: Because it makes the, like, k- 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 sound as the dog goes yeah. through the window. So, like, did Jason throw the dog through the window? Did jump through the window? I think that's what you're window? supposed
0: to think. I think you're supposed to think the dog got thrown through the window by Jason.
1: It was weird. And then the most magic steam shower and the biggest hot water tank ever allow the entire upstairs to now be full of steam from the bath, from the shower.
0: <laughs> it is pretty ridiculous. I was like, do you guys know how science works? As someone who has had no hot water for the last solid week, I was very jealous. <laughs> it's
1: the size of a small, It's just, actually the entire basement is a hot water heater.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a f- solid 30,000 gallon hot water heater. Mm-hmm. And
1: um, she finds Rob the, the okay. dead body and starts running, holding a machete, which just feels stupid.
0: Yeah, that's a classic, classic way to get somebody impaled, either you or someone else. And then she like goes down to the basement to get Rob,
1: and they start to go up, and his foot falls through, so he has to go back down because he drops something. And in a very, very like visually dark scene. Now, I don't mean dark isn't creepy. I mean like it's you can't see shit.
0: It is very poorly lit.
1: Jason emerges from the shadows, allegedly. We don't see it happen until all of a sudden <laughs> there's light, and he like picks up a weird... He like picks up a small gaff and tries to, and stabs him with it.
0: Which is a hook that's used in fishing, in case you don't know. We just explained uh, it. Oh, I was going to cut all that out. Oh, that works too. Yeah, that was not great radio. I was going to do it in the good radio version. You want, to, you want to take it from the top and explain what it is in the, in the momentum there? No, you got it. <laughs> but what you missed is that the gaff is what Rob dropped. So Jason was just trying to give it back to him. Oh, I didn't see that that was, that was what he dropped. Yeah. No, that's definitely 100% what he dropped. And I didn't make it up to prove this point that I've been belaboring for the last hour. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, also, someone got crucified over the door, which is weird. Yeah, he like blocked a bunch of doors
1: with dead people because he thought someone might like, get like, <laughs> grossed out.
0: Yeah. Well, he didn't want them to go out in the lightning storm. He was trying to prevent them from doing it. And since all the locks were compromised, he had to improvise. It wasn't the best choice. I, I have a hard time defending this one. He, but. Thank you, Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> <laughs> this is the alternative facts version of Friday. Yeah. Alternative Friday. Um, so they, they quickly tried to board up their house. They're nailing things over the Corey windows. Corey Feldman their- and his sister. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 trying to fortify it, and then Jason puts his head through a window like a battering ram, and she just starts wailing on his head with a hammer. Well, it's n- amazing. Well, no, first
1: he throws Rob's body through the window with the all sticking out with the with the gaff sticking out of his ear like a foot, <laughs> and then tries to grab Corey Feldman, and she wails on him with the hammer.
0: She hits him like a dozen times in the head with a hammer, just like funk like gross really great uh wet watermelon work. yeah someone be- beat the shit out of some watermelons with a hammer and then she picks up the tv and smashes the glass over his head it's just amazing like totally yeah it's crazy One, yeah right.
1: once they get upstairs and barricade themselves in tommy and her little brother in cory feldman's room she smashes the tv in his head when he comes through the door and he like falls down and she goes okay oh, hey, cory feldman I'm going to lead him away when he's gone and I'm gone. You get the hell out of Dodge. And then she runs away and, ma- and gets him to follow her back through the house. And she does an awesome stunt too, where she like barrel rolls through the window and like slides and slips off of the roof.
0: Yeah. She, 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 she does some real parkour. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Some real parkour moves to get out of there. Um, also, Jason was just bringing Rob's body back to them so they could have the proper barrel they needed and get closure, obviously. just right. I right. missed that part. Wanted to make sure I filled it. Yeah, Jason was faking it. And then she, after she falls out the window, Corey Feldman decides to have a quick haircut that doesn't make sense while it's happening later does obviously because she comes back into the house and to like get something and cory feldman's like sister i'm up here and she's like why didn't you leave you idiot (laughs) you had one job and so he shaving creams his head and is shaving he has like you know two or three inch long hair like pretty you know normal 80s boy hair but is shaving it with like a bick so that would just be the worst, most painful experience. Yeah, so awful. much yanked hair. It, it yeah. would be awful. Especially if he, he didn't
1: cut – because he cut some hair, but he didn't
0: cut a lot of hair. No, no. And he's he's using the safety ra- a safety – or a disposable razor to shave his head without having buzzed it down first. And so Jason's uh,
1: killing his sister, and he runs downstairs, and you're like, oh, I guess he kind of looks like baby Jason?
0: Yeah, I think that's what the 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 deal is cuz Jason is very confused at that moment. He's, you know, seeing his past reflected back at him obviously. But
1: like here's we've established that this kid is like a makeup artist mask person and like that's the best Jason illusion he could do.
0: Well, one, he had less than 2 minutes. He didn't have some kind of masks or like gluey stuff or makeup. I mean, I guess that could have been helpful, but also I'm not sure that people really knew what Jason looked like. He he was looking at a picture of Jason. That's what gave him the
1: idea. There's oh, like an I totally artist. That. There's like an. He's like looking through newspaper clippings, and there's an artist rendering of what baby Jason looked like.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I must have missed that part. Anyway, uh, he knocks Jason's mask off, mask off. Oh no, she and does. Then she what's she hit him with? then? the machete. She picks it up
1: and hits him with it, and it knocks his mask off.
0: Oh, but the machete also goes flying. Yeah. And And then Feldman picks it up, and he starts wailing on Jason.
1: Pretending it was the director of the film.
0: (laughs) Uh, And it ends with Feldman burying the machete about halfway across his face, Jason falling to his knees, and then onto his face, and the machete sliding through his skull as, as Jason goes all the way to the floor. It is gross. And then Feldman decides he thinks he sees a move so he rips the machete out and just keeps wailing on him with this machete like you know thunk, i mean thunk, double thunk.
1: double tap right man
0: oh i'm not no criticism it's the first time anyone in any of these movies made a decision that i get behind uh so we get to the hospital and the we realized at this treated. point
1: we were supposed to have been drawing parallels between Corey feldman's character and jason the whole movie yeah you didn't get that no not until the very end oh he's like a weirdo boy. Okay, but, like, Jason was deformed and mistreated. This kid's just kind of a weirdo in a loving family and looks normal.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. And the doctors tell the sister everybody's going to be okay, that they are gonna need some time to recover, Well, obviously. not everybody. She will be okay, well, okay. and, her brother, be and okay. her brother will be <laughs> okay. She and her brother will be okay, yes. <laughs> a lot of else dead is kids. Still... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's rewind. The doctor says, look, everyone else is still super dead, but, but uh, like, you and your brother dead. are going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. Look on the bright side, kid. Uh so Corey Feldman and his sister hug and then and we zoom in on Corey he still didn't shave his head all the way.
1: I was like at this No, point, he has little tufts
0: all at, over the at place. At this point you didn't just like go for a,
1: a quick sh- a quick
0: snip snip. Didn't no time. They were in the hospital. And he, he uh, creepy and stares in the camera. They do they do our favorite ending to a movie, which is Thriller Eyes and Roll Credits. Yep. Uh so final body count is thirteen for this. Only six for Nightmare Four. So more than double. Um, and I didn't count it, but I bet there's at least 20 nipples and or butts in this. Oh, I would think so. Conservatively. Yeah. Cause you get a lot of boy butt and a lot of topless women. So yeah. Um, final thoughts. Enjoyable.
1: Very enjoyable. And it's short. Two good things. Super short.
0: Yeah. I really, really like this. As I said, this is probably my favorite Friday the 13th movie. Uh, really, really enjoyed watching this. Um, Highly recommend this, even if you've never seen one before. They do the previously on Jason thing to catch you up, so you can watch this without having seen any others. And it's quick and fun and good. It's it's exactly what you want out of a dumb movie like this. Yeah, you want to be entertained, some some wacky shit, and you want to get on with your life. It's perfect. Uh, would you? So you're going to recommend too? I would definitely recommend it. Uh, double recommend. First time in a long time we've had a double recommend. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we will follow up after the third one to kind of compare across the across the. The franchises where we stand, but uh, I feel we'll like I've that. seen the fourth Halloween, but it's is that, is that the one with the little girl? Yes, I think so. I haven't watched it yet either. I don't remember. It's been a minute. I just know it's the, third the start one. of the Thorn trilogy. Oh, right, 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 right. And it's the first one back after the Halloween three misstep. Yeah, that movie's terrible. Yeah, and then there was like a bunch of people a couple years ago being like, "It's actually good." It's not. It's not actually good, guys. It's not. If you take we it out of the context, no, it's not. It's bad in context. It's bad out of context. I mean, it's, it's good bad, but it's bad.
1: Yeah, the moonstone activates when the jingle plays and people yep. melt and turn into snakes. What? Yeah. No, thank you. What? No, thank
0: you. No, thank you. How um, much pot did you smoke and acid <laughs> did you drop? All of it. All of the pot. Every single. Every single leaf in America. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, If you want to get more of us, it's dissectingthe80s.com for all of our episodes, facebook.com slash dissectingthe80s, instagram.com slash dissectingthe80s. We are at Dissectomania on Twitter. Um, At the end of the wrap-up here, we're going to play a jingle from some new friends of ours from the Jock and Nerd Show. So listen to them and check them out if you're looking for some other podcasts to add to your list. And don't forget to rate and review us wherever it is that you get our show, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever. It only takes a minute for you. It makes a big difference for us. I can't stress enough how important it is to us that you do that. It doesn't take much time, and we would really appreciate it. Uh, And don't forget, if you want to call in, it's 856-DISSECT, D-I-S-S-E-C-T.
1: Do you ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? Do you ever
0: wonder why Superman wears his
1: underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock! And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd podcast, where we sometimes try to attempt to
0: answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast, and we swear a lot.
1: Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. jockandnerd.com.
0: jockandnerd. Thank you for listening to Dissecting the 80s. I have been Leno,
1: And I will always be Andrew Lano. Until next time. Don't you forget about me.
0: dissect in the 80s is a chum some of this production Uh, things we're gonna cut out in (laughs) way better in the area before uh, in the air way better in the area fuck way better hey ted where's
1: where's that uh that card screw that fancy card screw for the wine bottle ted (laughs) hey Ted hey Ted where the hell's parks grow!